I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. This is Allison. Today, we're doing another segment of What Would Your Bestie Do? You guys send in the questions. We answer them. And yeah, we have a lot of fun with this one. So we're very much looking forward to getting into that. Some quick updates. Allison, anything new and exciting in your world? Um, I had a very extroverted week. I was talking to so many people. <laughs> and I feel like I brand myself as being an introvert. And then sometimes I'm like going from one hangout to another hangout to another phone call to another person coming over to something. And I'm like, am I an introvert? Because I've been surrounded by humans for 48 hours. Like what is happening? Um, But one fun thing that I did is I went to my couple friend's house. It's really cool. I'm so glad that I met this couple because I vibe with both of them. And like me and the girl have a great relationship, but the guy and Clay also have a great relationship. And then the group dynamic is awesome. And I feel like that's so hard to find. Like usually there's some like meh, lack of excitement with one party, you know, but genuinely we all four like vibe really well. And so I like went over to their place this weekend and it was so fun. I was meant to stop by for like you know, an hour and a half. It was like, oh, just quick, come over. We're going to have a piece of pie because it was their birthday. And then all of a sudden it's midnight and I'm like still there, you know? Mm -hmm. But 
it seeing their house for the first time made me actually want to own a home. So I've always feel, felt like with the place I'm at now with New Wave that I own that space. I know I don't, but it's not like a typical apartment lease where like you can't do anything and you know it's very temporary. Like something about my space has kind of felt pretty permanent. Like we don't have any neighbors. Our landlords have let us do so much stuff with it. We've been there for years, planned to be there for years. So it's felt more we own it rather than we're just random temporary leases. But going to their home was just so motivating and inspiring to me because this sounds mean, but (laughs) in other other people's friends' houses that I've been to that I'm, this is cool, but it's not making me want to own a home. Mm -hmm. I love this for you, but this is not the type of house that I would maybe have or that I feel like this is worth paying for. But their house, something about it, I was, no, this is it. Because it has a massive yard and they have all of these plants and trees. Like we were walking around just like picking strawberries off of bushes and grapes and cherries and peaches. And they're going to be putting in a pond and there's like hammocks. And I was like, this feels like an upgrade from my space. Having this land and the way that built the trees and greenery around their house, like it's so secluded and it has so much good outdoor space that I was, I would love to be able to know how to plant a tree and grow strawberries. Like I literally have no idea. I can't even look at a plant. I know what that is. (laughs) And they did all of that and they gutted the whole inside, made it all their own, knocked out all the walls, changed the staircase, everything. It felt so customized. This is what owning a home is about. It's being Mm -hmm. able to like live off your land, make it how you want, not just, I don't know, to me, the cookie cutter houses that they build out in the suburbs and they're just like, paste, paste, paste. That's not my vibe. And I think I've had the stereotype in my head that that's what buying a house is when it's, it's not really. There's many ways to own a home or land or something. So yeah, it was fun and it was really inspiring. Wow. That's very impressive. I have mad respect for people that can grow their own food. I would love to dabble in that at some point. Haven't tackled that yet, but... That's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Same. That, that might be like five, five, ten years away for me. Yeah. At least. I don't, I don't even know what it would be the first vegetable I would grow. I probably need to get one of those like tomato plants that they hang upside down that was on every infomercial in 2010. I don't know if you remember those, but I don't even know what it's called. But I probably need that to start. <laughs> yeah. Start small. Start small. Totally. How about you? Updates here. My life has been slower, boring, but that's good. That's what I need. Everything cannot be go, go, go all the time. But a fun little project I'm working on, two projects, I guess. I'm trying to thrift my way through my TV stand. We have a TV stand in our living room that has... Has like these little cubby holes. It's like a white stand with different, I don't know, shelves in it that are for like knickknacky things. And I'm like, I don't need to go buy brand new knickknacks. Like, I feel like you can get those at the thrift store. And I don't know. I don't know if I have like a weird TV stand, but I don't, I cannot see any inspiration on Pinterest for like what our TV stand looks like and what I, I don't know, and how it's set up. I just cannot find our are ones. I've been finding inspiration for different shelves and stuff on Pinterest. And I'm trying to thrift every piece I'm putting in there. So that's been fun. I found this gold shell little dish thing. And then this hideous color pot from Savers, which is like a thrift store here. But I'm going to do the trick like where you put baking soda and paint and you mix it together and paint Mm -hmm. it to make it more clay looking vibe. So have a little DIY project there. So that's something fun I've been doing. And I'm also going to do the same thing for my mantle. We have a fireplace that literally has like a mirror on it and one candle because I also want to thrift that too. I just think as Allison, the queen of thrifting, has always said, you just get unique pieces and things that you can't buy when you're thrifting. And I feel like a lot of home decor looks the same. And I'm trying not to have stuff that looks the same. 
but I'm also not good about seeing the visions. This is really hard for me. I'm just going to say that right now. This is not an easy project because people that are very aesthetic can just see something and see the vision and I can't. So I'm really trying to challenge myself with this one because it would be so easy if I just go on like the Urban Outfitters website and just buy everything that I need or go on some other website and just buy these exact pieces I'm seeing on Pinterest. But I'm just trying to challenge myself and it's I'm allowing myself to let it take its time. It's not going to get done in one weekend. Like this is taking a couple months. Yeah. I love this change in you. I feel like a very <laughs> proud friend right now. Like keep keep going. Yes, yes. Keep and up. a lot of those pieces are just very trendy too. And by the time you get them and put them up, there'll be another phase. So yeah, it's nice to find pieces that tell a story or that you care about or you find on a trip or I don't know. And when you thrift it, it also feels a little more rewarding because you're like, I had to put time and effort into this. Mm-hmm. And I found it because it, it's so easy to go to Urban Outfitters and just buy something cute. Yeah, Anyone can do it. And I've done it. Like I'm not saying that I don't have anything new at all. Not saying that in the slightest. But not only am I going to save so much money, like stuff at home stores adds up so fast, but you're so right. It's going to be a fraction less trendy. And it's going to be so much more timeless. And I think a big thing with people's homes is that they always feel like they have to update and change things. And through doing this project, it's going to prevent that from making me feel like I have to change and update stuff all the time. Like when I found these two thrifted paintings, like the uh, Henri Matisse stencils that I found last year, that was the best feeling ever. And I love them so much. And I feel like I'm going to always have them in whatever house I live in. So channeling that vibe for these future finds. That's perfect. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Okay. Peaks of the week? Yeah. I think my peaks with the boring vibe that my life is right now, my peak is getting coffee this morning. I just have a really busy day today. And I I know some people get coffee all the time. I try not to do it all the time because I'm just a frugal little gal. (laughs) I have an espresso machine in my house. But today, I was like, this is going to make my day awesome. So I got a coffee this morning. That was my peak. Oh, I love that. Mine was probably the picnic with Clay. He is just, I made a reel of the text. He sent me this man. He's so pure. He's always just looking out for me and saying the nicest stuff. But the other night he was like, hey, I would love to go to a picnic at Memorial. Like I'll buy our food if you want to meet me there with the blanket. And we just laid in the sunshine and Peaches was romping around and it was so nice. Oh my gosh. We love a picnic. The picnic queen, Allison, throwback to picnic co. Is that what it's called? Yep. The picnic co. Yay. Quick recap. That was my senior capstone that I spent a year of my life making this picnic company. And now everyone and their mom has a picnic company on Instagram, but nothing like it existed at the time when I did this project. It was like actually a really good idea that I probably could have implemented anywhere in the world. But... I didn't want to do it, even though it was so beautiful and such a good idea. I was, no, I like picnicking myself. I'm going to hate picnics if I have to set up a picnic for everyone out in the elements and have things blowing away every weekend of my life. Picnicking is one of my favorite hobbies. I'm not trying to monetize this. I can't lose this. this. Yeah. So I just didn't do it. That's literally such a valid concern. Weddings, when all my wedding photographer friends, videographers, like hate weddings now. And I'm like, I don't want to hate weddings. Like I literally, I only do a handful of wedding videos and photos. I'm really not doing any more in the coming future. But I still like cry at all the speeches when I would film them. I'm like, oh my God, this is so emotional. But yeah, the people that do it every single weekend, they're like stone cold face. All right, we got to go. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. I don't want that feeling. Yeah. I put a quote on the podcast feed a while back that was like, you don't have to monetize every single one of your hobbies. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be good at every single one of your hobbies. You can just 
do things just because you like doing them. Yeah. And I think it's an important reminder for all of us that you can just do stuff and not have to share it online. You don't have to do it for anyone else. You don't have to make money from it. It can be bad. Just let it be. Yeah. Just go Working through. on that myself. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Okay, great. Your guys' peaks. Kay Flanny said, took a trip to New York City to visit my college roommates this weekend. Much needed. Sammy said, getting into the groove with my dream job and balancing my business and setting boundaries. Love boundaries. That is awesome. I love that. Caitlin said, having all my plans canceled yesterday. Instead, got to cuddle with my significant other and relax with some Epsom salt. I'm assuming like an Epsom salt bath. That sounds awesome. Very relaxing. Love that vibe. And Madeline said, getting my Make-A-Wish trip to Glacier National Park approved. That's awesome that you'll be able to get to go on that. I'm happy for you. Wow. Sounds beautiful. Have the best time. Sweet. As always, send in your peaks of the week on the podcast question box at We're Arctic Friends. And really quick, we have a couple of announcements to make. First up, join the Facebook group if you want to connect with other listeners. And as always, we have our Patreon page, which is only $5 a month. There's some great episodes backlogged in there. When you join the Patreon, you get access to all of our previous episodes, which you can download onto your device. And then if you leave, it's okay. You still have them. And the most exciting announcement we have is... I'll let Kara do it. Okay. (laughs) We're doing an in-person event in Omaha, Nebraska on Saturday, July 23rd. Guys, mark your freaking calendars. Again, we're doing an in-person event Saturday, July 23rd, Omaha, Nebraska. Already friends, world tour. Uh, What is the event you're asking in your head? We don't know yet. So stay tuned. We're going to figure out the details, but we just want to put the date out there. We know summer is busy, crazy, and we want to make sure you guys can come to whatever this is going to be. Yes, totally. And it'll probably be lunchish afternoon time. So there's a possibility that you could still come into town on Saturday morning and make it to the event and depart on Saturday night, depending on where you leave or what plans you have, or if you had like a wedding Saturday night, thinking you should still be able to make it, right? We're yeah, that- kind of going for the, the lunchy afternoon time. Yes. Yes. That's perfect. Okay. Yes. So again, Saturday, July 23rd, mark your calendars. We'll see you there. And we'll we'll let you know when we figure out what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. What would your bestie do? Let's get into it. Okay. First question. My bestie wants to go out to eat four times a week. How do I tone that back without feeling like a broke bitch? First of all, I I won't say who it is, but this entry was from one of my guy friends that I went to college with. And he's an awesome, loyal listener. And I'm so glad that we have some guy listeners that are just, they're cool and they own it because I feel like the majority of our listeners are girls. So Woo. we have to answer this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... That's really hard. I feel asking if you could do happy hours or things picnics where you just bring your own food from home are a good solution because I would hope that it's that she wants to spend time with you, not necessarily that they really want to eat out that often. So you could also go for a walk with Mm -hmm. a coffee or something and not have to be like full-blown going out to an actual restaurant four times a week because yeah, that is, that's a lot. Oh yeah, I am this person. It's almost if I wrote this because I, I feel the same way. I hate going out to eat all the time and spending so much money because I'm just not a foodie. I obviously love food, but that's some people's true priorities. So yeah, I would totally agree with Allison suggesting other activities at the root of it. Yeah, they just want to spend time with you. So maybe you could 
encourage a night in, a cook night in where everyone brings a different dish or you bake something together, cook something together. If they still like food, that's another food-related activity. Yeah. And I don't think you have to feel like you're a broke bitch. I think it's just a you guys have different priorities and you can be like, hey, obviously I know spending money on food is like your thing, but I'm trying to allocate my funds to XYZ thing that I really care about. So maybe we could meet in the middle here and scale it back two days a week or something. Cause like, I still want to honor yours, but I got to take care of me. I love that. Okay. Next question. How far do you go for your friends with your own business? Sometimes I feel like I should be really generous and overflow to my friends because I know it will be returned back to me. But sometimes I'm like, no, if they really want my product or service, then they can just support me like a regular customer. Ooh, wow. That is such a good question. I am very excited to hear what you have to say. Uh, My initial thoughts are that if someone truly is supporting you, then they shouldn't be getting a discount. So for example, when I opened New Wave, I had some friends that kind of were like expecting a lot of a discount. And I actually have never told them this, but in my own head, I was like, I actually lost money on so many of my sales to you because you expected so much that not only was I discounting what I had to give to you, but that was also taking away from me being able to sell it at the price I needed to, to other customers. And now I don't even have that product. So you actually kind of did me a disservice in supporting it, which is not on that person at all. That is 100% on me for not setting that boundary and not following through. But the problem is once you give, say that discount or you offer something for free or something, then that person can kind of expect that all the time. And I feel that's what happened. Like I was just trying to be nice once, but then it kind of turned into that being the expectation. And I didn't know how to cut that off. Mm. So my advice would be to not dabble into that as much as you can. Because once you open that door, it's really hard to shut it. And if your friends are your true friends, they should be wanting to go to you and support you and pay full price. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's something like a, a photographer, like your friend's photographer and you want free pictures. If they wanted photos taken, they would have to go pay another photographer the full rate. So how come them going to you, they're trying to support you, but they want it cheaper? Like to me, that that like that doesn't make sense. They should almost be paying giving more. you more. Yeah. Kind of. Because you're why why are you paying me less? You're absolutely it's not supporting me. More care, probably, and more customer service to your friends and family. So yeah. 100 percent And also remember, like, they don't need that. They don't need photos. They don't need clothes from New Wave. They don't need your car fixed or whatever service you have. They might want it, but you're under no obligation to be giving them this service for free. That's how you earn a living. Unless you're selling their life-saving medicine and putting a roof over their head, it's a want, not a need. And if they really want it that bad, they can pay for it. Yeah, I love everything you said. Echoing where you just said, don't open that floodgate. I've had my photography and videography business that has slowed down. I'm not doing as much anymore, but I started that in 2011. So I've had it for over 10 years and I never, ever, ever did a friends and family discount. I don't know why I never did it. I just never did. And I'm so glad I didn't because you're so right. Like I'm still going to get their business. If they're really my friend and family, they do want to pay full price. You're exactly what you said, setting an expectation that that's what that person's just going to get. And then they're going to always want that discounted price. 
for all of your wedding photos, family photos, like it never ends. So I guess that's advice if anyone's starting a business or hasn't done a discount like that. Definitely just don't set the expectation up. But if you have set that up and maybe you feel like you're being very generous and it's not being returned, yeah, like Allison said, just be transparent, cut it off and just say like, hey, like I'm so sorry, like things have changed. And if again, they're truly your real friend, they'll understand that you can't offer them that discount anymore. For sure. I think a a compromise could be maybe an exchange of services. Mm -hmm. Let's say in your photography example, and maybe this other person, you know... um, Has a flower shop. Upcycled furniture. Oh, has a flower shop. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you're like, hey, this would cost $400. And your thing that would maybe cost $400, like we could do an exchange because that's awesome. We can support each other, but make it fair. Otherwise, it's kind of, I'm discounting your stuff and then I'm not getting anything in return. But I do think swaps are awesome. I don't Mm -hmm. know if I've talked about it on here, but with one of my friends, she's a yoga instructor and she's uh, launching a skincare company and she doesn't really know much on the business side. So we're going hour for hour where I give her like business creative advice. And then she coaches me one-on-one with yoga and has taught me like yoga theory and like the principles of it that I never would have known. And we both were like, yes, we're okay with this one-on-one hour exchange rate. But maybe in a different scenario, one hour of my thing might be four hours of someone else's thing. Mm -hmm. So just being transparent about what, what could happen to make it even. Yeah, exactly that. If you're in that situation where you're doing something nice for someone and it's not being reciprocated, maybe throw out a scenario where your value would be worth their value if they have a business or something of those sorts. Yeah, swaps are great. We're going to take a quick break from today's episode to introduce you to one of our sponsors, Meet Cute Box. Meet Cute Box is a themed date night box with unique items from small businesses around the world. Every box is handmade based on your membership profile, so you and your partner have a new surprise each month. When you order a Meet Cute Box, you answer some questions about yourself and your relationship to get your perfectly curated box. Every relationship is special, and Meet Cute thinks your box should be too. That's why they will never mass produce their crates. Each box is handmade for love with love. As someone in a relationship, I know it can be hard to set aside time each month and plan an actual date. So with a Meet Cute Box subscription, you're literally committing to a unique new date night every month, all while enjoying products from small businesses all over the world. Each box is filled with products valued up to $100, but memberships start at only $29.99. There are also gift boxes available for a one-time purchase if you wanted to gift one to a friend, a newly married couple you know, for a friend's anniversary, or you could even get one for your own partner for your special date night. To learn more about these boxes or order one yourself, head to meetcutebox.com and receive a box as early as next week. A huge thanks to Meet Cute Box for being our sponsor, and as always, we'll link the website in our show notes. We want to take a moment to thank one of our sponsors of the show, Whitful. Whitful is an organizational software for people with meetings. So this right here is for all our friends who work a job, whether that be the freelance life, meeting with clients, the nine to five life, meeting with members of your team, or wherever you work. How many places do you have to search to find everything you need for that upcoming meeting? Between your task management system, your notes, your CRM tools, and your calendar, there are a lot of places to look. You need to know who you spoke to last time, what happened, and what needs to get done before your next meeting. Yeah, so imagine you pull up to this really important meeting, but you can't remember where that one specific note or comment or document was, and you're trying to focus on all that you need to say, but you can't remember where your files are. Well, Whitful was designed just for these types of people in mind. It's not just your generic notes app. When you open a meeting note in Whitful, you instantly see everything that's most relevant to that discussion, like previous and current attendees, meeting notes, to-dos, discussion topics. It's all in one place. No more struggling to find what you need or spending time searching through your notes. Whitful wants you to be on point in your meetings, which means 
means helping you clear away all that mental clutter and noise to get you your most prepared and focused self. Whitful is giving Already Friends listeners a special discount of 50% off their subscription when you use the code FRIENDS50 at checkout. Head to Whitful.com. That's W-I-T-F-U-L, Whitful.com. And again, use the code FRIENDS50 for 50% off your subscription. Pricing starts at $24 a month with a free 30-day trial. Again, that's FRIENDS50 for half off at Whitful.com. And as always, we'll link this in our show notes. Our next partner, Athletic Greens, has a product Allison and I really love and think is super cool. I started taking AG1 once I started traveling like crazy for work. Their travel packs make it super easy to take care of my gut health while traveling, keep my immune system in check, and give me energy that I need to work on super long production days. Yes, I've also been able to try Athletic Greens. I got it for a gift for Christmas, and I'm so impressed by the product and its ingredients. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It's lifestyle friendly. Me and Allison are raving about the ingredients. We love that it's keto, paleo, it's plant-based, dairy-free, gluten-free. In our own experiences, you can really incorporate it into any diet or lifestyle that you choose, and it costs less than $3 a day. To make it easy to reclaim your gut health, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, how do I balance all of the bills and still enjoy life? Well, that is the great problem of life, yeah. I think, <laughs> is just deciding how to spend your money. And it's really hard. It is really hard. It's And there's no one answer because everyone's values, situation, location, financial situation is different. And I would even argue that that's kind of something that I struggle with all the time too, is sometimes life is so overwhelming and everything seems really hard. You're like, how do I make all this money and pay for everything? I mean, I think something that we can always do within our control is take a look at your bills. What are you paying for? As we've always said, like those subscriptions always creep up. Like, can you reevaluate your expenses? What can you eliminate? I feel like that's a really good action-oriented answer to this question. How can you scale back a little bit if you feel like your bills are too high? Are there hidden subscriptions in there, hidden things that you're paying for? Because that doesn't make you have to work harder. That's, you know, you can still be doing the same amount of work that you're doing right now, but hopefully lower that stress, lower that pressure. Two things that came to mind for me were... I mean, when I cut out alcohol, that was cutting out hundreds of dollars a month because not only is going out drinking at the Ubers plus the food that you eat before, parking, all of this stuff, like all the whole realm of going out is very, very expensive. But if that is still important to you, like, yes, we all love to have a good time. How could you do it more cost-effective? Like maybe could you pregame at your house? Maybe have like a few drinks at home before you go out with your friends at home or be more cognizant of going to a bar closer to you so that maybe you could walk home or splitting the Uber is much more economic than going to a bar that's 30 miles away and then you're hit with this $90 Uber bill on the way home or even going home a little bit earlier because when the bars close, depending on your area at two, they're going to be double what they were if you left the bar 45 minutes earlier or going to places that have happy hour or making it more of a thing rather than something you do all the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe going out and having like an out-out night is something that maybe you only do once every couple of weeks instead of 
three times a weekend. That honestly, that saves has saved me thousands of dollars. I can't even believe how much money I used to spend on going out. And then if clothes is your problem, I feel like going out and clothes are like the two and food are probably the big three where people are putting a lot of money out. Truly thrifting, it will save you so much money. We know this is the Instagram area where you wear an outfit and you don't want to wear it again. I don't feel like that mindset is as easy to change for people as maybe switching from doing multiple hundred of dollars of hauls on Princess Polly or something versus being like, yeah, I do want some new pieces in my closet and that's okay. I could go to the thrift store and get 20 new things for $100 and now I'm good for like the next couple of months. So there's ways to still be able to do everything, but maybe not to the frequency or the extent that maybe you want to. But if you want to do it all, trying to make it more economical. Yes. Those are really good practical tips. And I think to answer this question on a philosophical, like a bigger picture, how do you balance all the bills and still enjoy life? You definitely need to look at your relationship with money and how you view money and dive into that. Because I have a friend who recently was telling me that her partner is very stressed out about money and has a great job, great salary, but worries about money all the time. And this this viewpoint does come with privilege. I'm totally acknowledging that. I'm like, they need to reevaluate how they see money. They are viewing money as something that's bad and causing them stress. And like the way that I've shifted my view of money, I feel prevents me from being so stressed out and able to enjoy life. So I just want to shout that as well. And this is a little hippie dippy, but I'm not kidding. That money tree song literally works. It's, you can look it up on TikTok. It's like, <laughs> ching, ching, ching goes the money tree. Clay and I were in a really good habit of saying it a ton this winter. And then we kind of forgot and we'd only say it like once a week. But the day of New Wave's Memorial Weekend pop-up, it was so cute. Me, Hillary, and Clay like all held the four pennies in a little circle and we like did the little mantra. And then that day, Clay's boss gave him a $1,600 check, which was way over what he was expecting to get for this like project that he did for him. New Wave had an amazing sales day. I had... Someone asked if they could do a mystery box for $222, which is like not really something I offer, not something I do regularly. And they were, and then no joke, a few hours later, a girl was like, hey, I'd also love to do a mystery box from you if there's anything left from the sale for like $111. And these were not things that I like put out there trying to make money. They were just things that came to me. And so the morning after, all three of us were like, whoa, that song was literally working because we were truly believing though. And whether it's even whatever you believe, but whether it's sending out to the universe or to yourself or whatever, it was still telling us in our own heads that things were going to come to us and not trying to control how or in what amount or the specifics, but just trusting that it was going to be okay and that good things were going to come and just to let it unfold naturally. So not saying people need to do the, the money mantra song, but yeah, it is changing your relationship with money to not be, I don't deserve it or I, all the bad things that we all, as a society, there's a lot of deep rooted thoughts about money. Like money is evil. People who have tons of money do bad things with their money. And yeah, there are people that do that, but how can you heal your own relationship? That's like, no, I deserve money because it puts a roof over my head and I'm generous with my friends and family and I support awesome businesses that give back to the world and I create beauty in my life and others. So money is just a tool that helps you get those things and not being like this, if I earn this money, I'm going to be this corrupt, bad person. Yeah. So if that's you in this situation, we're definitely encouraging you to dive deep into your relationship with money and yeah, start there. 
We're going to take a quick break from today's episode to introduce you to one of our sponsors, Meet Cute Box. Meet Cute Box is a themed date night box with unique items from small businesses around the world. Every box is handmade based on your membership profile, so you and your partner have a new surprise each month. When you order a Meet Cute Box, you answer some questions about yourself and your relationship to get your perfectly curated box. Every relationship is special, and Meet Cute thinks your box should be too. That's why they will never mass produce their crates. Each box is handmade for love with love. As someone in a relationship, I know it can be hard to set aside time each month and plan an actual date. So with a Meet Cute Box subscription, you're literally committing to a unique new date night every month, all while enjoying products from small businesses all over the world. Each box is filled with products valued up to $100, but memberships start at only $29.99. There are also gift boxes available for a one-time purchase if you wanted to gift one to a friend, a newly married couple you know, for a friend's anniversary, or you could even get one for your own partner for your special date night. To learn more about these boxes or order one yourself, head to meetcutebox.com and receive a box as early as next week. A huge thanks to Meet Cute Box for being our sponsor. And as always, we'll link the website in our show notes. Our next partner, Athletic Greens, has a product Allison and I really love and think is super cool. I started taking AG1 once I started traveling like crazy for work. Their travel packs make it super easy to take care of my gut health while traveling, keep my immune system in check, and give me energy that I need to work on super long production days. Yes, I've also been able to try Athletic Greens. I got it for a gift for Christmas, and I'm so impressed by the product and its ingredients. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It's lifestyle-friendly. Me and Allison are raving about the ingredients. We love that it's keto, paleo, it's plant-based, dairy-free, gluten-free. In our own experiences, you can really incorporate it into any diet or lifestyle that you choose, and it costs less than $3 a day. To make it easy to reclaim your gut health, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I'm starting to like my best friend of the opposite gender, but even if you were gay, liking your best friend and scared of rejection. I feel like that is such a huge thing because it's very natural when people start hanging out more and getting deeper, that you start to see that person. You start to relate to them. Like you start to fall in love with just the rawness and the realness of them. So first of all, I don't want you to feel you're horrible or crazy for starting to like them. I think that is very, very normal. Yeah. Oh, exactly what you said. That's why people fall in love at work all the time. You're spending nine hours a day with the same people. Yeah, you truly do get to see so many sides of that person. And don't they say like you can fall in love with anyone if you spend enough time with them? Yeah, yeah, I think that's so true. It is and true. Maybe you think that there's someone you hate, say, and then you're like forced to be partners with them or you're forced to interact. And then you're like, oh, I kind of like this person. And maybe <laughs> that thing that I didn't like about them is kind of suddenly why I'm vibing with them. Mm-hmm. So, well, that being said, though, they probably are feeling the same way. If they're spending all of this time with you in return and there's clearly that energy exchange. We all know it. When you're talking to someone and you're like, I should not be feeling so magnetic with this person Mm -hmm. right now. It's also just part of our society making us feel like one partner monotony as I messed up on the last episode. (laughs) Monogamy, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But even if they have a partner, I'm I'm not saying like go cheat and go interact. But sometimes 
there's that, that spark that can be there that doesn't mean that the physical side has to come with it. Yeah, and I think I have a sentence for what you're trying to say. I recently saw this quote that was, the risk of loving someone is worth what could happen if it goes wrong. So I don't know, maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but the risk of maybe being rejected by this person is worth also the risk of like getting to love this person and getting all that goodness that would happen if you do get together. So I don't know. I say go for it because you don't want to be, I don't know, 10 years down the road and wish you would have said something and that ship has sailed and is long gone. I don't know. What do you think of that? Really? One of my exes, we started off just as best friends, spending tons of time together, going on work trips together. And then it was great. I think I like you. But it was also a bit circumstantial. I think we probably could have just stayed friends, but we ended up building such an amazing life together during that period of time. And I cherish all of those memories and depth and connection more than I would have if we had just stayed friends. And maybe we would still be friends to this day. But also as you're an adult and things play out. They live in a different state. I don't see them. So I would way rather have had that time of dating and getting to know each other and those memories versus just being friends and maybe even ending up fading away anyway. So I'm with you. I think it's worth the risk. Well, with you saying that, I think this should be our final question. How can I tell if I like my boyfriend as a best friend or as my love interest? For me, the thing that I did was if I pictured them in my life down the line. If I am backpacking and on this trip in Europe, like, do I see them next to me as my friend or am I picturing visions with them of, oh, I want to start a family. I can't wait to make love to them. Are your future visions with that person a little more buddy-buddy or are they, I'm madly lustful, head over heels with this person? And what those feelings that you get from thinking about them what are they? Are they? Do they make you just feel safe if you guys have fun together? Or is it, no, this person is my soulmate, my other half. I'm so attracted to them that I can't imagine life without them. Yes. Love all that. And I have like two thoughts of this question. My first thought is, I love that you said, if you see them in your future, if it's really almost perfect, but there's like a few things that aren't perfect. I don't think that everyone... I don't know. I I read a quote from like an old person, someone who is, you know, going through their life and giving words of advice. They said that no one's going to have a perfect partner. So if you're looking for like the perfect, perfect person, like no one's going to have that. Everyone's always going to have things that you work through. Like marriages are work and you have things to sort through. So if you're like, oh my gosh, they're like, you know, it's just like this one little thing. Like I would think about that and just know that not everything's gonna be like picture perfect. What you see on Instagram is always real with these like perfect couples and influencer couples. So that's like my first thought. But on my other thought, if you really can't tell if they're your supposed to be your best friend or your love interest and it's like really getting to you, maybe it is something where you need to break up and just see how you feel after you've lost this person. Because the worst thing you could do is to be feeling this way and not do anything about it. And then I don't know, like settle if it was supposed to be your best friend. Because imagine if you were an Allison and you had just stayed with that person who was supposed to be your best friend for forever. What would your life look like? Mm-hmm. My thoughts are that Clay is also my best friend, but also my partner. And there are like certain days where we hang out as best friends mm-hmm. and I'm disgusting and I'm in like need to take a shower, huge clothes, just being gross, we're like eating ice cream. And we're like hanging out as best friends. And then there are days that we do stuff romantically, like as a couple and we go on a date and it's, I'm so thankful that that one person can be both of those roles for me. But especially if you're living with them, like you're not going to always be 
feeling like super romantic. Like you live together, you know, you got to do dishes, you got to do chores, you're, you get home from work and you're stressed out or whatever. So that's why I do think date nights and making time that intimate connection are really important because if you don't do that often enough, it can start to feel like your partner is literally just your roommate or best friend. Mm -hmm. But I would honestly, in this situation, advise, put some date nights on the calendar, maybe do like a little, not like a honeymoon, but maybe take like a a spicy little weekend trip. And that spark is probably going to reignite. This is TMI. But like if Clay and I go too long without like a date or an intimate night, it can start to feel like that fuse is a little longer than it should be. And the second we go back to having a date night, it's like, oh my God, I love you so much as a romantic partner, not just a best friend. Yeah. Your love interest is and who your partner is should be your best friend. So yeah, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Your love interest shouldn't be like just that. It should be both. And I agree. Like Connor is my best friend. And we definitely have those days as well where it's like, we're best friends vibes today. And then there's other days where it's like lovey-dovey. They're yeah. my boyfriend. Yeah. Totally. We're very much about not picking and choosing one or the other here on the pod. We like a mix of both. Why not both? As a friend, Michaela Jones. I hope Jay that says. was helpful. This and that best friend and partner. Yeah. Love it. Sweet. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope that was helpful. Uh, we love doing this segment. It's so fun. And full disclosure, like this one was just, we wrote down these questions and whatever came to mind came to mind. So, so sorry if that was a little chaotic, but we're just having fun with it today. Yeah. Showed up. We're just hanging out, chatting as BFFs and podcast co-hosts. So you've got yes, exactly. Here. As always, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you're staying tuned for that July event. Just one final shout. We're very excited for that. Um, and we'll post all the details on our Instagram. So make sure you're following us there. Hope you have a great rest of your day. And I'll catch you guys next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.